Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixel Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Marco Rodriguez. And as always, I'm joined by my geek brother, Mario Amaral. What's going on, buddy? What's up, man? How's everything with you, man? Everything, Everything's fine with me, you know? How's, how's it going with you? It's going good. It's going good. Can't complain. Can't complain. Uh, we are, like, jumping into winter quite quickly. Yes, quite quickly. I'd say, I'd say it's been pretty extreme in the sense of it almost feels like it was n- not that cold probably, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, and then suddenly it's like snowing, it's freezing. Yeah, all at once. Yeah, all all at the same time. It's really yeah, crazy. It's, it is crazy, yeah. And definitely... that has been your bi-weekly, weekly weather update from the Geek Brothers. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so what have you been up to? Uh, nothing much, really, actually. Just uh, a lot of work. A lot of work, work, work. Work, 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 work. Work. Wanna work, 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 work. Yeah, so a lot of work. Um, I probably been up to stuff. I'm just drawing a blank right now. Definitely watched a few movies. Um, played a few games. But other than that, I can't have really. Have you been think playing Red Dead, or have you not been playing Red Dead? I have. I have been playing Red Dead. I'm probably not that far into it, just because. I, and I've said this in, in prior episodes. I have like a max of playing. And sometimes <laughs> it's really funny though because like playing Red Dead, I'll have like a, a, a mission, let's say, right? Yeah. And I'll go into a mission and I'll get that mission done. And these some of these missions are not really that short. So I get a mission done and then it's kind of like I don't even want to get into the next one because it might be long, if that makes any sense. And I'm like, yeah, no, that makes I'm sense. kind of kind of done with the game but something that happened to me was really funny is um it's this game and you know it's been a while since i played the first one i just didn't remember how like realistic they try to make it yeah so like i've got my bandana on because i'm like i'm gonna go rob some people like i'm gonna have some fun right i keep forgetting to do that yeah so (laughs) i put on my bandana and i'm on my horse, and then I stop, and I see kind of like a, a little farm or whatever it is, right? I yeah. start walking into the back area, and all of a sudden, this guy's like, hey, what are you doing? Why Why are you covering your face? You know what I mean? And I'm like, what the hell? And you're like, I'm like, about to rob you, bitch. Yeah, he pulls out a gun, and he's like, you, you better get out of here. You know what I mean? And I start walking away, bro. I'm like, okay, this guy's going to like start some shit, but it's like so realistic. It's like so cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden I start walking away. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to rob this guy. So I turn around, I pull up my gun. I shoot him. Of course. Yeah. I go, I rob him, take whatever. Then I go into his farm. <laughs> I skin all his sheep, bro. Oh, shit. All his animals. <laughs> I take while I, and then I go into his, his place. I look through all his drawers. I'm stealing his shit. And I've got like um, you know how you can carry the the skin. Uh, what do you call it? that? Like the the fur. Yeah, wrapped the pelts. up under one. The pelts. Yeah. So I'm walking away with this pelt. I don't know how the fuck some sheriff or whatever sees me, bro. And I got like these six guys on on freaking horses now chasing me. I'm like holding a pelt. Oh, the highwayman. The highwayman. Yeah, really annoying. I guess so. Yeah. So I start. (laughs) Here's me trying to run away, bro, with a pelt under one arm. (laughs) Just robbed all this guy's meat and shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh fuck! And of course I died because there's like six of them. Even with the red, uh, what is it called? The the dead eye. Yeah, even with the the dead dead eye. eye. 
even with the dead eye, you know what I mean? By the time you reload, I'm calling my horse. My horse is like slightly slow and doesn't know to come right up next to me. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, where the hell is this guy? It's like nighttime, right? Yeah, straight up. And then what I did also is like when I went into the first town, I forgot what that Valentine. Is that what it's called? Yes. Valentine is the first town. Yes. So I went into that town and I didn't look at the signs and I walk in. It's the sheriff, bro. It's the sheriff's office. And I'm kind of like going in like into the back (laughs) and he's telling me, yo, what's what's your problem? Like, get out of here. And I'm like. I'm like diffusing the situation. I guess it didn't diffuse enough, bro. <laughs> he pulls out his gun. He's like, I already told you. Da-da-da. I'm like, oh, shit. Get out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, there's quite a few times where like, or I do something accidentally. Yeah. Or it's funny. Like, you know how the more good things you do, I guess the more honor you get. Yeah. So sometimes it'll be like, hey, there was a, a like, um, I don't know if you did a mission where you have to go get like the one of the guys from the from your crew that's drunk and he goes in front of the train and everything. Yeah, the the reverend guy. Yeah, I did that yeah. mission. Yeah. So he was getting beaten up by another guy. I walked out there and then I started fighting this guy to get off him and I just pulled off my knife and stabbed him, bro. And then another guy's like it's like witness. He started I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, I, I got that too. I'm like I got to go kill I the shot witness him. He's like, now. <laughs> oh my god, you killed him. Yeah. And he starts running away, and then the tutorial's like, "Yo, you gotta catch this guy and make sure he yeah. doesn't say anything, or else you're screwed." So I gotta go, I gotta go and stab this other witness now, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh man, like there's a lot of killing. People <laughs> you made in this me shit. do this. You made yeah, me do this. <laughs> I didn't want to kill you, dude. I just, I just wanted to get the guy off, but he's kicking my ass because I don't really get the, the the fighting system, the controls. I don't, I don't. Yeah, get the it controls 100%. for fighting are really weird. Like the They're controls really... for using a gun, super easy. The controls yeah. for fighting someone, very weird. Shoot him or stab him. I didn't. I didn't pull out the gun because I didn't want anybody to hear me, right? And this motherfucker's like over there watching, like a creep. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. killed him just for being a creep, bro. Bro, he's like a, a bystander just watching this man yeah. beat up a reverend. Like, right? You're more of an asshole than anything. <laughs> At least I saved the reverend from somebody. You were just gonna stand there and watch him get killed. And the crazy thing is, in Valentine when I did do something messed up at some point, because sometimes I pull out my gun by mistake because I hit the wrong button and then everyone starts freaking out and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I cause myself to get fucking wanted in the ten- uh, unintentionally. Yeah. But what happened is I got I got killed and then you reset and then, like you got a bounty on you or whatever. I go back into the town and there's a guy, I don't remember if he's selling what he was selling, right? Or he was giving out pamphlets, and he's like, hey, sorry, man, but you did look like, you know, you were going to do something bad. Like, I'm like, yo, this is the man. <laughs> this is the guy who ratted me out. I was like, damn, we're in the middle of town or I'd stab him right now. <laughs> I'd kill this guy. He ratted me, but he's apologizing take you to out you for right now, out. bro. He's apologizing. I sound very violent in this podcast. I'm sorry, people. I would not do this in, in, in you know, actual real real life situations i'm just talking about a video game yeah sure like like grand theft auto you go around killing a bunch of cops i'm pretty much sure you wouldn't do that in real life either but yeah so you've played the game i'm assuming as well how far are you into it i've i've only played a few missions to be honest i'm probably not as like i'm probably just as far as you got to be honest i've done a couple of missions from the main camp uh, including like saving Micah and uh, the drunk guy one, but for the most part, I haven't been playing much of it. I've been focusing my time on uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty, I can't, I can't get into Call of Duty. My only problem about... with Red Dead is that you can spend like an hour playing and get nothing done. Right. 
right i 100 uh, like, agree that irks me the the most it's like i'm gonna invest a lot of time in this game and you're telling me that i can play for like four straight hours and do nothing that's yeah weird. and there's and there's no real way of fast traveling either not until you unlock it no like you do unlock oh, okay. fast travel later but at, at the moment like it's literally hey i need to go to saint denis and i need to ride all the way there and the last time i was talking about riding there i was trying to take a shortcut so this, this is really this game really tries to be realistic so you get cold you know you got to make sure you eat all this stuff so i'm taking a shortcut through like a little river there yeah what happens my horse gets spooked by a bunch of wolves that come out you know what i mean yeah, that yeah. are now attacking me while i'm cold pulling out my gun but i can't really aim because these guys are there's like at least six of them or not maybe six, but maybe like four. There's like four of them, and, and then I get killed by wolves. And it just bothers me so much because now it's like, are you serious? And the one thing that's like, and I figured out how to get it back, but the one thing that was bothering me is like I always lose my hat. I'm like, are you serious? Where the fuck is my hat? Yo? I think at some point in time I just stopped caring, and if the hat falls, like I just, oh, I'll buy a new hat, whatever. Yeah, it's like whatever. Um, I yeah, know, but I totally we're... feel you on it taking very long yeah. That's, 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 I guess, my situation as well. Go ahead, though, sir. Yeah, I was just going to say, since we're on the topic of video games, we can bring up... Uh, I was I was going to tell you about Command & Conquer is getting a remaster. I thought you would like that the most, because I know you're a big fan of Can Command & Conquer, so... They're getting a remaster on PC? Yeah, so, like, the first Command... The first three Command & Conquer games, I think it's Command & Conquer... Tiberium something, Command and Conquer. Tiberium Wars. It's not Tiberium Wars. That's like a third or fourth Command right, okay. and Conquer. Like uh, one of them is the first Red Alert. One is something Tiberium something before that, and uh, and the third one I forget what the name is. But they're they're remastering them for the PC. Nice. Um, they've yeah, uh, I'll totally they've seen how, I own like, them all. Uh, some of the remasters of. Our older RTS games are are getting like a lot of praise, and they decided they were going to do the same thing. Especially because the, so the way it worked pretty much was like Tiberian Wars was awesome. There were a lot of different versions of the first few, because of like the Red Side and whatever Red Alert, right? Yeah. Um, but those first few were awesome. Then there was one there that just sucked. I forgot the name of it. And it was like a drop down base ready. Like it wasn't even, it was all like in space or something. I forgot what it was. Tiberium Twilight sucked. Twilight, like, that's the one that sucked. Tiberium, yeah, Tiberium Twilight, Twilight had the base sucked. that would actually move. Like it had legs and stuff and you could move it around. And like yeah, it was, so it was the, a unit by itself, basically. All the other games I enjoyed, except that one. That one to me just sucked. But talking about that, I thought you sent me a link to Rivals on the iOS, the app. I did. I did send you a link to Rivals because I started playing it. I don't know if I'm a big fan of the game, but... Um, I'm a big fan. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I thought it was like a little fun thing. It's got the Command & Conquer name. It's not a traditional like RTS game, but I, no. I guess it's a, it's a good mobile-style version. I thought I would hate it, and I probably played the shit out of it the last few days <laughs> i mean like i've i've won quite a bit i've probably like lost probably like five times and won the rest yeah but i've really got into it the only thing that sucks is like you know any mobile game that's free there's a lot of um there's a, a lot, lot of, of pressure waiting. to buy yeah there's a lot of pressure to buy 
uh, you know, add-ons because it makes the game more enjoyable and not having to wait for certain things to reset, like the bonuses and whatever it is, right? But the game itself is actually like, like you said, it's not your your everyday. It's it's a mobile. It's, it's version very similar to like Clash Royale, which is another game that right. I've been playing, where like you get sort of like cards and you need to stack up cards so you can upgrade those units. Um, and like those cards come out of, you know, crates or chests that are timed. Like you have to wait an amount of time before you can open it. So on and so forth. So it's got a lot of similarities to other games like this, but I thought it was a, a, like a little interesting touch. I still play it. I'm not saying like, but I don't know if I'm fully sold on the strategy around it. Like a big part of the RTS stuff is that all the strategy, right? Is figuring out like oh he's building these type of units make sure that i start building these type of units but since their side of the map is like uh in the shadows and it's hidden you kind of don't know what they're building and they don't really have like a scout type character that will get there pretty quickly just to see what he's spawning well Um, you haven't unlocked anything like that yet i haven't personally unlocked anything like that either there's like one guy forgot what he does he's like a pulse or something like that electric guy and he like uncovers more of the map and he could see guys that are hidden and one of his talents are to see guys that are hidden so i'm assuming there is later on a guy you can unlock that will be hidden where you can see a part of their map cuz like you said there's like uh there's like planes and helicopters and stuff like that and some you got to you do have to be strategic because some of these um some of these guys they can't attack you know airbound uh vice versa right so yeah. um, i i personally i like the game the, like you, there isn't much to be strategic about because it is such a small little map. And yeah, it's basically I know, I know on, that, but I mean strategic in the sense where like you don't know what units he's spawning, right? Right. Especially you don't even know dark, what units. So like, I could be pushing forward with like two, uh, two against vehicles, two against uh, you know, uh, you know, ground troops, and now he's rolling in like five tanks. You know what I mean? But that's what makes it that's what makes it interesting, right? Because there's two there's two ways to win this this match. Number one, you get enough guys on the spots there where you get the missile to launch. That's like the fastest two missiles will knock out his base. Or you don't do that and you save up money, you start building guys and you send them over there to actually destroy his base. Oh wait, you could destroy his base with your units. You could units? destroy his base with your units, yes. I did not know that. No way. Yes. And you could destroy his harvester. So he can't get money that fast. Ah, now that I know that. Okay, this changes everything. Yeah, so the so sometimes I win by, like, let's say he's got all the base full of... Because what people try to do is they make, like, um, you know, just the normal riflemen. They get all the spots. But you wait a while. You make one of the big guys. You go there. You destroy everything he's made. Plus, if you get a blue guy on there, even though his bar's been filled up with red, it automatically turns into blue. And really? it starts sending the missile his way, yeah. Wow. The bar doesn't reset. Like, if you get more guys on the bases, the bar doesn't reset. The bar, if he's filled it all until, like, a little tick, and you're like, okay, now I'm going to send in my army. Just and you start send, knocking. Send, like, a big push to take over, basically. Yeah, a big push to take over. Because he's sending all these, he's making all these little guys, right? And then, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of different ways. So I, I, I do I do have to disagree. It's a little strategic, but I didn't know you could destroy the base either, dude. I thought it was all based on enough spots, right? Yeah, yeah. That's and then how I've been I got playing. my 
And then I got my ass kicked by some guy who was like, oh, yeah, he sent like four or five big guys over to my base. And I kept on making little guys and they kept getting destroyed and he just destroyed my base. He didn't even care about spots. Really? Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. I got to go back and play this differently now. Yeah. And we should be on a clan too. Or they, they have clans. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll set one up. We'll set one up. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah, so that that was like uh, about it for like the gaming stuff. That's not like obviously. I don't want to really talk about Call of Duty. Call of Duty is still just Call of Duty. But I started playing uh, Pokemon Go or Let's Go Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Oh, how is it? I haven't really got far into it. But is but it it's, a traditional it's, it's Pokemon? To, yeah, game? it's a traditional it... Pokemon game. So you, it's like uh, I think red and what was it? Red and blue. Yeah. It's kind of like you just go around, you collect them, then you go to the gym to fight people. You fight a few trainers if you find them on the way, of course, right? Okay. The funny thing is I'm like, oh, man, it would be really cool to have cheats for this, right? Like, it just, I'm a cheater, man. What can I do? I'm like, oh, infinite amount of Pokeballs and candy and stuff. I go to, you know, because my Switch is modded, I go into the cheat section. I'm like, they do have a cheat. Nine, 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 money, nine, 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 balls. <laughs> Uh, infinite candy i'm like the only, okay, the only thing that throws me off about that game is when you encounter a pokemon in the wild i think your only option is to capture them catch and not, them yes and not fight them you're thinking like the old game boy you could like fight all of them right but all the fighting now is done in the gyms so then how like how do you level up your pokemon like if i have a charmander that's level eight right how do i get him to level nine well, when you do catch Pokemon, you do level up your Pokemon that you have on you. Catching oh. them in the wild, uh, um, it uh, upgrades them and also giving them candy, right? Oh, okay. Giving them so candy. You transfer and- them like in, in Pokemon Go to the guy to get candy, and then you feed them the candy to get them to. Well, levels. you give them the candy yourself. It's in your it's in your bed. Yeah, yeah. But when you transfer them over to, to let's say Professor Oak, like he's gonna give you the candy for whatever ones you transfer to him, right? Yes, but I've already got the candy. But I'm saying I haven't done that part. But yes, that is the way it should work. Okay, that is the way that's it should work. Yeah, that's ah, why you catch many different. of the same, right? Yeah, yeah it's you catch very many of the same concept, I guess. And usually, you don't give them candy right away because, like, you you don't want to up. Like, you might catch a higher level. You don't want them to spoil their dinner. Yeah, I know. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but <laughs> the game visually looks really good. Uh, yeah, it looks it, it looks well. fantastic. Yeah. I've watched a couple of videos of it. I've considered picking it up, but I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Uh, but you, also, you like the game, though. I do like the game, and I've also got Diablo on there. Um, I haven't really played Diablo just because we talked about it last time. You said it didn't look that great, and it's one of those games I really got to get into. So I'm trying not to get into it because there's so many different games I want to get into right now. So, yeah, but I do have Diablo 2. For me, it's fun. I enjoy playing Diablo, but it's I've already played it, so it's like I'm going to go to it when I got time. Yeah, it's just another thing. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'd say that's pretty much it for me with games, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess then let's move on. Um, There's been a lot of stuff. I think we missed last week. We keep missing. At this point, I feel like we should just make this a bi-weekly podcast. Instead of a weekly one, because things just I've said keep that to happening. you in the past. Um, okay, so Samsung, we're going to move on to our actual topics. Samsung is uh, making foldable screen phones. Yes, they've talked about this years ago. Yes, they they've have. They've talked about bringing this to the market years ago. Foldable phones are 
um, you know, the future, I guess. I mean, the foldable... There's another company, man, this is something I forgot to put into the notes. There's another company who's already uh, done the foldable phone. It's ugly as hell and it doesn't work properly. I think it was MKHB who uh, was reviewing it. MKBHD. MKBHD, that's exactly what I said. (laughs) I think he reviewed it and like it didn't it didn't work a hundred percent. I forgot what the name of the company was. See, this is what we're talking about research people. Uh, but I gotta say that their presentation of whatever that phone is, I can't see myself wanting this. No, hell no. I think this looks dumb. I, yeah, I just well, and then again, we are seeing like a prototype, and, and that it prototype does seem, looks thick, bro. Yeah, it Real looks thick, thick and ugly. Like you're gonna be carrying around something in your pocket that pretty much. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, I saw this this <laughs> thing, and I was like, "There is no way I would want to carry this in my pocket. Zero, zero reason for me to have a phone that I can that I can fold out into a bigger screen. I just I don't care for something that big." Like, if it was maybe as thin as the existing devices on the market, maybe. That's different. But this thing was thick. Right. And that's – I think that's where I'm kind of at right now. And it's like maybe it's just because it's still in its its infant stages and it, it's going to get a lot better. Uh, and maybe it will be at a point where I really want it. I just don't see myself – at this moment. So I'm not going to say forever because it might become the next big thing and I might really want it. But I can't see myself right now needing a phone that turns into a tablet. I just can't. Like, I think s- screen sizes are so big already that yeah. they're bigger than some car units. You know, some Do you remember when like- phones, remember when the phablet thing was a thing? And we were like looking at six inch screens and everyone's like, wow, why do you need a phone that big? And now basically every device on the market has a six point something inch screen. Right. Which is like, like I'm trying to tell you, even the car unit you have, I think that's like a 6.1 inch screen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like to think about that, it's like, you know, my screen in my car is seven inches and like, what do you need bigger than that? And phones are almost at that point. Bro, we need 12, 12 and a half inch screens, bro. Yeah, like it's it's getting ridiculous. I need, so I need a screen need a- so big, bro, I need to hug the phone in order to put it to my ear. Yeah, I just don't understand. Like, I, And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of crazy new technology, and I like that Samsung's innovating. Don't get me wrong. I like that they've had to come out with now, you know, a way for the screen to, to bend, which, like, we all know the material and screens are not meant to bend. So, like, a new plastic... Uh, cover uh, the the stuff that goes underneath it like all the layers of the yeah. screen is all things they've had to invent and i'm assuming they have to work with how the battery works as well right batteries are not meant to be folded uh or if there's like two batteries on each end of it and it where it folds right but to me i just right now can't see myself needing or wanting a foldable phone i just can't see what the advantages are like of having like a and then again, maybe I'm not in, uh, not the person like, they're looking at. Maybe it's at. just not there yet for us to see the value in it, you know? Right. And like the first, that company I was trying to talk about where they did come out, it's called Royal, uh, yeah. R-O-Y-O-L-E. Yeah, yeah, Royal. And they, yeah, Royal did come out. So they, you know, they beat all the other companies, but we're talking, I think it's like what, $1,300 to almost $2,000 for this phone. That folds and and like from what I heard yeah, in the I reviews, just, it's I, glitchy I just don't as hell. Get like okay, and the other piece is like they don't. The screen doesn't crease. It doesn't actually fold in half. No, it doesn't. It, it, it bends. I would say it's like a book, right? It's like a book. 
Yeah, it like it bends, but like it doesn't actually physically fold in half. It doesn't fold flat, basically. Um, and like I don't know, I just don't see the need for like, w- like why? What is the why? Why are you building this out? Why do people? Why should people care about this type of device? Right? Do we want to get to that? You know, uh, you know, Westworld style phone where like it can turn into basically a little computer in your palm, like. Is that what we're trying to go for here? Like, and if so, then this stuff has a long way to go, in my opinion. You know, and this could be what it is. You know, really set again. You know, this this could be the reason they're doing this. Is like for me and you, the average consumer, it's not a big deal. But there are probably people out there, business wise, are like, you know, I hate carrying, you know, this, um, you know, this personal computer. And my phone. I wish my phone could just open up and almost be like a tablet and do all this computer stuff as well, right? So maybe that's that's where it's at? Maybe. Maybe that's the point in time in which, you know, maybe that's the intent, so to say, of what they're trying to do here. Talking talking about screens. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just, I just want to give this a little bit out there. Uh, there was a Unbox Therapy uh, had, a, had a video of the Nubia X. I don't know if you've seen the smartphone. No, I haven't. I know I didn't put this in the in the list. It, it wasn't something I was going to talk about just because we're talking about screens and full screen. So the Nubia X is a, is a phone that was released, a smartphone that has not one screen, but two. And we've seen this before in prior phones, not the first time, but this is two colored screens. And this is their way of getting rid of, rid of the face uh, front facing camera. Because the only reason you have the front-facing camera really is for that, um, that uh, sorry, um, selfie, right? So now you can do a selfie from the back with the back-facing camera because there's a screen there. Yeah. So the phone's actually almost pretty much edge to edge in the front, and then you got a whole another full screen in the back. And when you flip, it just knows what screen you're looking at and moves everything to the other screen. I didn't really go into details and specs or anything like that uh, just because, you know, we had enough technology things to talk about. But I just thought it was a really cool thing. It's it's called the Nubia X and it's got actually two screens on it, the front and the back. And so you, you wouldn't need a camera in the front because you would take a selfie on the back screen. Which I'm assuming the back but screen is lower resolution. Isn't, this is not the first time that that's been a thing. Like, no, no, I remember no, it's that not. Phone. Do you remember that phone with the e-ink display on the back? Yes, this is the first time, I, like I was saying, that I've seen it at least. And this, you know, in China, they probably made a million of these things a long time ago. But I mean, like, this is the first time I've seen with, like, a full-fledged touchscreen color on the back, right? Because I do remember what phone you were talking about. The back screen was basically low power, just E, uh, like... Yeah, just E-ink. It would just yeah. display some, like, widgets and stuff like that. I forget what the phone was called, but... It was, like, super hype for a while. It was, like, in the heyday of, like, Kickstarter, when Kickstarter was a big, big thing just coming out. But So uh, the foldable, you know, the foldable phone, at this point to me, and I've never heard anyone ever tell me, like, oh, I heard Samsung's making a foldable phone, and I'm excited about it. No one. You know, because... Yeah, they, I mean, because it's, yeah. not, it's unwarranted. Nobody, nobody asked for this. You know what I mean? And, like... Um, it's just, it's like, it's kind of out of nowhere. It's like, it's like somebody in their innovation lab is like, Oh, what, what's the next thing? What is the next thing that we, we can do to phones to make them interesting? And the answer was like, someone's like, why don't we just make them fold? 
And the dude's like, but maybe, that's a great idea. <laughs> but maybe that's what we need in the industry as well. You know, maybe we do need this, you know, this outside of the box thinking. Uh, because it is become kind of but, bland. But look you how know, many technologies kind of, that have, you know, come out and just died off. You know what I mean? 100%. But at the same time, it's like this is a big player, you know, Samsung. So they're, they've got the money to invest. They've got the time. Let You know, let's see where it goes. But that's actually not the number one thing I'm most excited about with Samsung. What are you excited about? The new One UI? Yes. And I'll tell you why. Because it's like they're starting to listen. You know what in I mean? What, what did they? I, I I'm the, gonna be totally honest with you. I have no clue. I've seen a bit of what One UI was, and I have my design opinions about it and 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 utilization, but I don't know a lot about what they're okay. changing. So, I'm not really into the design aspect of it. I'm not really into knowing much about how it runs because I don't have a phone where I could play with a beta. It is still a beta. It hasn't come out. All I do know is that some Samsung in the past, any of their phones, they have gorgeous screens, right? Yep. And the number one thing they do with their phones, their their um, their UI, is that they make every icon on there like super high def and super like detailed and shadows and all this and and they make them look great. But it puts, um, it puts um, strain on the CPU, right? It slows shit down. Yeah. And now they're finally going, hey, let's make it more simple. Let's let's make everything more simple, and we're gonna speed up our UI. Well, no shit. Why do you think everybody else is doing that? Why do you think Apple went from like, hey, every single icon was like super detailed? And then they just went to this whole new iOS 7. Everything was like basic and flat. You know what I mean? And it helped a lot with the system. It helps a lot. Because that's where you don't need all that power wasted. And and I think that's where I'm excited with Samsung. Is like you're starting to listen that people think your UI is no good. Because it slows down your phones. It's it's overly complicated. And don't get me wrong, by no means watching the, the videos do I think it looks amazing or it looks great, but it's the first step. It's like it's like when everyone looked at iOS so, uh, iOS 7 and yeah, said, Yeah, it's 7. It's I basically 7. It's going to come out yeah. that way. They're going to reiterate over time. But this right. is like... Right, it's going to be garbage. Everyone's going to hate it. And hopefully, what I'm hoping for Samsung is it gets to the point where iOS is right now. And it's like, wow, we don't need to put more RAM. We don't need, and I'm, you know, I'm not saying it's just the UI, but if you could pick up a Pixel 3 right now with four gigs of RAM and the whole thing runs smooth and you can't pick up a Samsung with like six to eight and it doesn't run smooth, something there has to do with the system. Yeah. It's not the power anymore. And why does uh, pure Android run so fast? The UI is simple. But it's, it's so unfortunate that it got to this point. Like it got, it got. It took them so long to realize that the UI that they're building is not efficient in the way that they would like. And I'm assuming they've known this and they just thought, throw more power at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's not the answer. The answer isn't more power. And and like I said, a lot of people are going to be upset about it just like they were when iOS went to iOS 7. There were so many people. And iOS 7 in the beginning, because it was totally redesigned, it was buggy as fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. Yeah. It's it's got to the point where it is right now, where phones have max 
four gigs. Some of them, like the uh, XR, have only still three gigs, and they all run smooth. And that has to, a lot to do with the software and the UI. It's very simple. It's very easy. You know, um, it's 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 they know what they're doing when it comes to software, and so does Google. And that's why they can run phones at. I think they're. They're older generations, even like three gigs, they're running smooth. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But four gigs, you know, I've heard some hiccups with the new uh, new phones running on uh, having some sluggish issues, and that's most likely just software. It can't be hardware because I think the XL, I mean the Pixel and the Pixel 2 both had only four gigs, and they're still running fine. So it has I, to be I did hear software. MKBHD say something about the Pixel. I think it was the Pixel, where he was saying that like, the RAM allocation is still not enough because, like, he'll go to like listen to music, and then and he'll shut down other apps. Open like, uh, you know, the camera, and then the music app will stop. But that could be just you know the way they're, the way they're using the RAM, right? Could be, could be. It could be the way they're using the RAM, and um, same thing with with iPhone. A lot of things aren't held in the background, right? They're just kind of like a snapshot. Most most things are not held in the background. Yeah, they're not held in the background. But that's so, you that's know, kind of what makes the OS efficient, right? Right, and I think people have to. St- and it's always been that it. way. I just I'm at the point now where certain things I understand, certain things I don't. Why do you need your phone to have like 20 apps saved exactly where you left off at? Like, you, why you, do you, you need this? Why does it bother you so much that your your Facebook is restarting again if you haven't been on it for, like, two hours? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, anyways, don't you want to read the new, you know, the Same the, the thing new, goes um, with the web browser. Like, yeah, sure, my tabs have to reload. I don't care. Like, like unless it's something fast. really important, <laughs> like, they'll reload fast, but they're not sitting in... They're not... That data is not sitting in my cache taking up memory. You know what I mean? Like... There's nothing that I'm web browsing that's that important that needs to stay there when I come back, you know, after a very long period of time. I personally have been on both and I haven't ever realized like, oh, my God, I could tell that this doesn't, you know, um, hold things in the background. This doesn't save my data in the background. I've never really noticed that. Yeah. And then again, I'm the type of user who does refresh every time they get back on an app anyways. I think for iPhone or users, I used to we, be... we've been told at an early stage, I don't do this anymore, but I still know people to, who do. To take them all off, Yeah, right? to kill them. Like, as soon as you're, yeah. you know, you want to make your phone run fast, kill all your apps. And that's not Which, even the fun case. Which, fun fact, that's like probably that doesn't the worst. work, by the way. So, yeah, that's, that's even worse. Yeah, d- do not do that. If you are one of those people who thinks that that's going to make your phone faster, it doesn't. If anything, it slows your phone down because now every app that you have to open has to reinitialize all the data that it has. So yeah, I did a lot of research on on that back in the day, but also even with, it was, it was the same battery. That was the biggest piece. Right. Even when I owned, you know, an Android device, I mean, further back before the newer software updates, I would always kill. They, you know, a lot of them, like if they were custom uh, UIs, like they weren't uh, pure Google, they had the kill all right. The, yeah the end all background processing. And that was uh, again about battery and saving RAM. So I don't understand. We're at the point where everyone wants everything in the background. We were all taught to kill even in Android. Android was a big thing, like especially custom ROMs. They all had like the kill button, you know, to kill everything in the background. So I don't understand where we went from like, 
hey, we want to kill everything too. No, we want everything to stay on to go back to the exact same point. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't want to get far away from, I don't want to veer off um, the Samsung UI. Appearance wise, I don't see anything that like with the I just think I their the logic video, behind like, some of it is weird. They're like, oh, we'll only use the, you know, the bottom half of the the screen for blah, blah, blah. And the top half of the screen, like they've divided the screen where like the bottom half of the screen is the more tactile area in all instances. And the top is just informative. And it's like, it helps with one thing. Whereas like now you don't need reachability. If you have a big screen, you can touch everything you need to on the bottom. But then it kind of makes the UI look weird all the time for apps that don't need that set up you know what i mean it's kind of odd yeah i think i think they'll they'll tweak it over time i also think a lot of these changes and even maybe the whole redesign is a lot based also on pi and being very gesture based right um and they're also probably trying to refactor for treble or something like that you know probably and i and i think that's a smart idea yeah that that makes a lot of sense too and i think that's a, a smart and great idea if you can start seeing samsung phones come out and getting updates like within weeks maybe like a month or two max getting updates to the latest os i think that will put them on top of the game well i mean i'm talking about the power users probably like the average consumer is like i don't care fun fact you know what i mean they're already on top of the game so they are on top of the game but in my opinion this is just a bonus they don't need this to be on top of the game they are the apple of android phones so they are, but there's many people who complain about how their phones get super slow really fast. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. But for the average so, like, consumer not... who's buying these phones, they don't care. you know, Or they care yeah. less or they're not as vocal or I, I don't know what to say, but I, you know what I mean? Like they are... Like they are the sheeple of, of, of the Android world, basically. No, I agree. I agree because I've had many people that are like, yeah, I've got a Samsung and it, just because it's a Samsung, it's the best phone out there. At, you know, when I had my Pixel and I was like, yeah, but I've got Android Oreo. What are you running on? And it's like, you're not running on the latest and your phone just came out. Oh, I don't care about that. It's like, okay, so that makes sense. That's why Samsung sells a phone to you. But I wouldn't yeah. buy that phone. And you got to remember the average consumer who is not me and you, the the reason like that person, whoever you're talking about said, like, I don't care is because for the most part, when software updates come out, it usually messes up something that that person really likes. And most people actually don't uh, update their phones as often as they should. And a lie would go as far as to say a lot of people don't even update their apps as often as they should. I 100% agreed. I know people, family members who have iPhones that haven't updated to the newest Yeah, where you uh, go iOS. into the store and it's like, you have 67 <laughs> updates. It's like, how, how did you get to this point? You're still on the 9.3.3? Un- I don't I don't <laughs> understand. This doesn't make any sense. The only the only device I have that literally does that is my iPad and that's cuz I rarely use it. So when I turn it on, it's slow as hell already. And it's like we've got like 16 updates for you f- and those updates already have updates. So Dude, updates for me are a reminder for me of what apps are on my device and what apps I'm not using. So there are times where right. like I open my device and it's like, oh, there's an update for an app that's like sitting in like a recessed folder. And I'm like, wow, I haven't touched this in a very long time. I'll just delete it. I don't even need this update. I'm just going to delete it because I really have no purpose for this app right now. Um, And that's one thing I wish um, I do enjoy from Android versus iOS 
is you can delete that app straight from the store. And I kind of wish they did that on the Apple Store. I don't have to go hunting for this app now because sometimes I literally, it's so messy. It's so cluttered on my on my pages. I haven't organized anything. And sometimes I literally can't see an app. And it's like, there's an update. And like you just said, I'll be like, I want to delete this thing. And then I search for it. But if you search for it, you can't delete it from there. And then and then I have to like literally go look for this thing. And I was like, I wish it was like Android. I'm just here at the App Store and I could just click uninstall. Yeah. Like save me the, save me the headache of going that to look for nice. this app. There's also I, a feature think, that I like. I don't turn it on, but I know people who do. There's a feature on uh, the iPhone that actually will delete apps that you're not using. Yeah, I, I think it was like to clean up or whatever it is, right? There is a feature like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it will actually like, oh, you haven't been using this this app for a blank amount of time. We'll just delete it. We'll keep all the associated data still stored just in case you in want case it. You wanna, yeah. In case you want that app back, but we'll delete the actual app itself. Yeah. I, st- I still think that deleting from the app stores is a really cool. Hey, you never know. Shortcut way. You never know, man. The, they'll probably do something like that eventually. I would hope. I, I hope so. Anyways, that's just my opinion from using an Android. I think that's one of those little things where you're like, it's not a big deal, but it is. It is when you want to delete something, you don't know where the hell it is. And trust me, if I show you my screen, my phone, you're like. Is it in a folder? Is it just out somewhere? Is it? And that's, you know, you know, talking about that point, that's another thing I miss from Android is being able to put, you know, the apps exactly where I want. You know what I mean? Versus I just put them on there. But we're not going to get into that because I don't want to get into that. Samsung One UI. I'm hoping it is what I think it's going to be. Maybe not right out of the box. Maybe not right away. But in the near future, it could be the one answer for all the people who don't like uh Samsung's UI. What is it called again? One UI. Is it called One UI? No, no. What's the, what's their their oh, TouchWiz? Their present TouchWiz, yeah. It could be the answer for their TouchWiz. You know, that and, name and all those people very dated. It does. Yeah. And uh, One UI sounds a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, TouchWiz is you know, it We got like One UI replacing like, TouchWiz. <laughs> so I think this could be the answer for a lot of people. Like I don't like Samsung because their phones slow down after like less than a year. They slow down. They don't get any updates because if they are using treble, they don't get any updates. Um, they're just like, boom, there you go. There you go. You could have your answer because even if you're using a launcher, you're still using a lot of that oh, garbage. Oh, I have background. another random topic to bring up. Sorry. Uh, uh... Sure. I think we're done with the Samsung One UI. Anyways, there's not much. There was something to about say, what you just tri- about you it. just just said that triggered my brain. The launcher? Like, uh, no, I think it was the word launcher, but it's launching that my brain picked up on because okay, we've talked about this in the past, but and it's just a little thing. We don't really need to go into detail because I actually don't know many details about it. But uh, Verizon will be the first uh, carrier to uh, launch One Plus Six T. No, the rcs oh yeah verizon will be the first carrier to launch rcs uh rcs really in the united states yeah early 2019 rcs if if you didn't listen to our uh podcasts uh, in the past it was one of the topics uh rich communication what is rcs rich communication Uh, service i think that's what it's called it's the predecessor to sms and it's supposed to be more like iMessage, basically but all the features all the features of iMessage besides anything that's Apple um, centric, associated, yeah. right? like centric, right? Anything uh, else 
like, like knowing when someone's typing, like yeah, that. knowing when someone's oh, typing, stuff like high that. High quality photos, high quality pictures. I mean, uh, photos and videos, uh, just all the things we should have already <laughs> in 2018. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they're the first ones to launch it. Any talk about where? So you could you would only be able to use this feature if you're on their carrier to other people on their carrier. I guess so. I guess so. And the phone I actually still don't has know. to allow it. I, I can't. I can't even tell you. Wow, but that's a good step. But I saw this heading. I was like, oh, I got it. We got to bring this up in an update because you know uh, we've talked about it a bunch, uh, at least a few times, I would say. And uh, I think, uh, and 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 at those times, we've said that we'd update people on when that's happening. So it's not Canadian centric right now, but at least we know that there is a rollout, and somebody is already taking the plunge into adding it to their platform. So awesome! Um, awesome. Excited! Excited! Yeah. Hoping it comes. That's one of like. There's many things that hold people back on, you know, iOS, and it definitely is one of the big ones. Is iMessage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been ones. listening to a lot of podcasts, and like one of the big things that always comes up uh, comes up when people talk about moving from Android to iOS or vice versa um, is that it's hard because of of iMessage. iMessage, iMessage is a is a big reason why iMessage and surprisingly FaceTime are a big reason why people stay on the platform. Talking talking about switching, just a little uh, a little snippet here. I do want to say I've been seeing a lot of videos of people at switching from Android to the iPhone XR. A lot. A lot. I don't know if it's just like based on my, uh, you know, on my, uh, you know, what I'm searching. Yeah. On, on YouTube because I search a lot of technology. But a lot's been like, hey, after this many years in Android, I've switched to the, you know, the XR. And this goes back to one of our conversations where it was like, you're either going because it's cheaper. Yeah. And now it's like they've given you a cheaper option. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, I was here because it was cheaper. And now this is still pricey, but it's in the price range of those high-end Android phones I was paying for anyways. Or it's curiosity. Curiosity. Whatever it is, I see. I think whatever Apple's doing is, is working. I could be totally wrong. It could just be like based on my you know, my searches or whatever, but I've seen a lot of videos of, of people switching from the, the Android world into the Apple world. And it's usually the 10 R from I, from Android to iOS. It's usually the 10 R where you would think that's basically your, um, because remember there was always budget, but it was like the five S E or whatever. Nobody wants to go to that. Right. That's not a real phone in my opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a budget, super budget phone. Like just, just the size of it and everything. Like for for the people who love it, by all means. But for anybody who but is I going think to most like of an the Android, people going to that phone was for the size and nothing else because that phone had the internals of an iPhone six. Six success actually. Success, yeah. So yeah. it's it's not. It's a lot like this this ten R. Like the ten R, for the most part, besides the camera and the screen, I would say. And even then, like the camera, it still has the same like. Uh, it still has the same main camera, camera yeah. as the main camera in the 10s Max and the 10s, right? Um, but like internals, it's pretty much the same device. Like it's got that just one less A12 just one less Bionic, gig of RAM. whatever it's called. You know, the, like it has the the horsepower 
like those other devices, except at a cheaper price point, you know, and the, the sacrifice you're making is the single camera and the screen, which for the most part, people have said is obviously not as good as an OLED, but still not a bad screen. Apple's never made a really bad screen, right? And the, yeah, because they're saying it has a screen of like, I think the seven or the eight, one of those, uh, or the same resolution. So, yeah, it has like, the same pixel density as an iPhone eight. Okay, which was still a great looking screen. It yeah. still is a great looking screen, and the, and like I was I was mentioning mentioning it has one less uh, uh, gig of RAM, which doesn't matter because um, realistically it also needs a lot less power to move those pixels because there are fewer of them. Yeah, which probably is is really good for future updates. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure the XR, like any other iOS device, is going to be updated for a long time. At least at least five plus years. At least, yeah. So yeah, I just I just thought I'd say that I've noticed it a lot, like in videos, like hey, I've been switching from, you know, this to iOS. Even the video I sent you last time was someone who switched over because they. I were still kind have of, to watch that video. I keep forgetting. You have to watch it. Basically, they were they were an iOS fan. Then iOS seven came out. They were really upset about everything. They broke. They switched over to Android, and now they feel like iOS is fixed. Like, pretty much almost everything, but not everything, of course, because it's not perfect. Um, and they've come back. You know, but yeah, so um, that's amazing. Let's I think I think we can move on to any next topics. Amazon. You put this Amazon. You put this in. I did put this in. I did put this. I was going to talk about first. I I was going to talk about the iPad Pro, but I think it's been a couple of weeks. It's pretty standard. People know what the iPad Pro looks like. Got that USB-C, so on and so forth. So uh, I think a bigger, more important topic to talk about is the whole Amazon Apple deal that you were that you put here and how it affects third parties because that that i've been hearing a lot about right and and it's not in canada so we don't have to worry about that yet um i'm trying to look up what countries they're they're making this deal in right now uh because i did know the countries okay so it will be uh later this year in the united states united kingdom japan india france germany and spain Jeez. So anybody with Amazon there is going to be affected by this. So basically what it is is Amazon's uh, Apple's making this deal, but they're saying anybody who's not an authorized Apple um, reseller yeah. is not allowed to sell. And and basically um, Amazon sent out a letter to all these resellers that are not uh, official third-party authorized. Yeah. And, you know, said, hey, you got to take all your products that are not authorized by Apple. This really hurts that market. It does. It does in one way and it does in another. And I'll say this is that it does hurt that market because Amazon is a huge platform for these people and it's really easy. But the other piece is that, guys, like you shouldn't be relying on a big company like Amazon to sell your product. Like, like straight up, like at any point in time, Amazon can choose who gets to sell on their platform and who doesn't. And you shouldn't rely on a big company, whether that's Apple, whether that's Amazon, whether that's Walmart, doesn't matter. Best Buy, you should not you should not rely on big companies like that. You should start your own platform or move to a platform that's not owned by a big conglomerate, you know, stuff like that. Like eBay. eBay is a great platform still, and it's not always about bidding, it's about buying too, right? So but yeah, I agree. It does affect these people, right? This is their livelihood. 
the reason I say that as well is there's a lot of times that people they get their new iPhone, right? Some of the first things you do is go on go on Amazon to go check on what, you know, some of the some of the little um reviews. Some of the little yeah, reviews and you go to look at anything you can get, you know, and that's not Apple because you don't want to pay the Apple tax premium on it. Yeah. And now you're kind of not going to have that. We're not saying everything. I'm assuming cases and everything like that. I don't know if it affects those. No, it's as just well. it's just devices. It's like the It's just devices. Apple like anything that had devices. to pay Apple. Like if you are yeah. selling refurbished Apple uh laptops, let's say, MacBooks, right? You're selling refurbished MacBooks on the Amazon store and you're not uh, a certified refurbisher or something like that through Apple, like they they don't want you selling that product. Doesn't mean you can't continue to sell that product elsewhere. It just means that you no longer have access to the biggest platform for e-commerce in the world. And I'm assuming a lot of people will also be happy about this because so many people use uh, Amazon and they've always wanted to probably buy their Apple products on Amazon. Like, hey, I wish I could just order, you know, my phone there with a case and this all at once, right? Yeah. So now now they're getting this. And, you know, I've seen it in the past. Sorry, Apple did you really mention to the audience what, that, what you mean by that? Because I, I don't remember hearing that. The like the reason why I don't know if you said this the reason why everybody's got to leave the platform is because Am is Apple is allowing Amazon to sell their products on the platform. Oh, okay, I thought that's I thought that was just a given. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my bad. Yeah, so Apple is making a deal with Amazon to sell their products. Yeah. In exchange, they have to also get rid of any unauthorized third party. Third party, exactly. So that is the main news there, and I was saying this is a really cool thing for anybody who uses Amazon a lot like myself because you know sometimes you're like I order the phone from Apple and then I'm going to order the case from here and I'm going to order a screen protector from Amazon but they're all going to come at different times in that same package so now I'm hoping my screen protector gets here before my case does or uh, before my phone does vice versa with the case right well now they could all come together they could uh, they could yeah and they possibly true. could not at the same time but if you if you have like that two day shipping with Prime and I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, Apple's going to be on Prime. Um, that's another I thing. Don't know pre- about pre-orders. That. I mean, for existing, I think for pre-orders I think definitely not. No, you don't think they'll have pre-orders yeah, on pre-orders, uh, Amazon, bro? When you pre-order, you know you pre-order. When you pre-order, it comes straight from China, bro. You, they're it not. They're definitely be... not getting that to you in two days. No, no, I don't think it'll be Prime in that sense. There's still Prime nowadays that are not two days, bro. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Amazon lately, but you could have Prime and get something in like five days. It's just they give it free shipping for Prime members. No, I get that. Yeah, I get that. But I mean, like, I think the biggest piece about Prime, and I don't want to dive too deep into this, but is that one day or two day shipping? Like, that's why people Right, 100%. Care. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Like, I, I, agree. I, will, so you I will literally not buy products because I can't get it in a day or two. No, no, I get it, yeah. Right? Like I get it 100%. You even tick off that only Prime, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. And then you can I, tick I, off, tick that you know, like one-day delivery. Like, yeah. every listing, as long as, like... Yeah, and there's been be times prime, where yeah. it says Prime, and, like, you were saying, that it's Prime, it's free shipping, but it's standard or, like, two-day shipping. And I'm right. like, no, I don't want this product then. Like, I want this sooner. You know. No, no, 100%. I get it. That's why you're a prime member. Yeah. But uh like you said, we don't want to get too much into that. I do want to I do want to ask you a question and I really doubt this and I know this might be a stupid question. No question uh, is a stupid question. Do you think by any chance you might see a deal on an Apple product on Amazon? So so here's the thing. Um I will say 
if there is a deal on an Apple product, it's going to be your general Apple deals, you know, like $50 off, maybe as a max, you know, 50 or 100 bucks off. The other thing that I think is that Apple has a refurbished store. I'm very curious as to if that refurbished product will come to the Amazon platform as well. Hmm. And that will be a big thing because that's where you get the most discounts. For people who don't know, Apple runs a very large refurbisher store of their own where they refurbish their own products and they sell them at a fairly discounted price. With full warranty. With full warranty. They give you a full year warranty just like a regular brand new product. And I'm pretty sure you can get Apple Care on these products as well. So at the end of the day, if you want a device at a significant discount, and I'm not talking 50%, I'm talking maybe like 20 or 30%, depending uh, on the device, the refurbisher store, from my understanding, is a great place to get that because the product you're getting is basically brand new. They fix everything about it. It's a basically brand new thing. Uh, you're getting it for a discount and you got the, the warranty. So the bigger piece will be, is is Amazon going to also feature the refurbished product? And if that's the case, then yes, you're going to see listings for MacBooks that, yeah, are refurbished, but you're going to get them for at least like five, maybe $600 off. And Apple, that would be a smart move on their end because, in my opinion, that would bring up their sales because there are a lot of people that don't know about the market you're talking about. Myself, I've only seen it uh, like when I go on the Apple store online and it's like, hey, look at our refurbished and their selections are really small. Um, and sometimes they don't have a lot of products. So I'm assuming this is probably bigger in the U.S. than it is in Canada. Yeah, probably. So if it's a lot bigger in the U.S., then that's perfect to get into, you know, um, the U.S. is uh, we also got to think maybe the reason why the Canadian refurbisher store is not as big is because Apple doesn't have the storage you know, to hold as many devices to sell, right? Um, right. And maybe those the storage is like an individual store, has it sitting in the back or something, and they have to ship it from there or something. But if they have Amazon, Amazon has like a plethora of storage. They could send all the refurbisher stuff to Amazon. Amazon will store it, and it will be available for, you know, your free one-day, two-day shipping. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's huge. I'm actually thinking, yeah, I think that I think that's a smart move on both ends because you know of course we're talking like the giant here uh amazon yeah you know the beast this 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 i think he's the richest person in the world isn't he whoever owns it jeff bezos he's pretty rich i don't think he's the richest person in the world but or it's it's the biggest company something about amazon is like I know their stock it's prices like, are high. They're still not a trillion dollar company like Apple is, but I mean their they, stock they, prices are high because they've never divided. Their they did. Stocks. They have divided once. They did. Yeah. They have, they and have. they're still a thousand and something dollars. They have a divided stock. once, and I think around seven hundred dollars, and then then it brought it down to like two hundred a share, and now it's back at like a thousand something. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm the only reason I'm even talking about this is like my my supervisor at work is like all into stocks and is trying to teach me about it getting into penny stocks and making like a quick buck, you know, of course taking a risk, but anyways, yeah. So they're, they're a huge company, you know, they are, they are. And they'll continue to venture into, you know, the technology space into advancing retail, advancing online e-commerce. That's, that's their job, right? Like they, 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 they are there to provide a platform for you to be able to buy your products. So, yeah. So that, that is, that is basically the news I wanted to give everyone, especially if you're in one of these countries. 
our Canadian listeners, you don't have to worry right now. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised it comes later on uh, into Canada. I'm assuming there's a lot of like different rules depending on where you're selling your items. Every country is different, every region. So um, different laws. Maybe it's a test. You know, maybe they're testing this out first yeah. in these other countries. Probably. Uh, how does it work out, right? But um, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm. You know, it sucks for anybody who's selling used or refurbished. Uh, you know, Apple products that weren't authorized. But like you said, there's so many other places they can sell this. Yeah. So it's not it, the trust end of the me, world, you right? Trust me, you can spin up an e-commerce site in very little time that doesn't rely on a big manufacturer like, like or big platform like Amazon. Like, I know we don't have a sponsor, but I hear it all the time. Squarespace is a great place to like, it's a great place to start up an e-commerce website for fairly cheap. Like, and you don't need to be like a a webmaster in order to figure it out. And just like I said earlier, like eBay, eBay is no longer just a bidding site. They are just a commerce platform. Yeah. You know, they, they have a buy now option where you're just buying the product outright. Right. And even when I go on there, I'm always looking at the buy it now. Yeah, exactly. Like nobody wants to bid on things anymore. People want to just buy them outright. Right. Yeah. Give um, me a fair price and I'll buy it. I don't want to wait four days and figure out if I'm, you know, the highest bidder and then come back and bid and go back and bid and in the last like two minutes be bidding like crazy. Forget about it. Yeah. Well, there's an auto bidder, but that's that's a totally different story. Oh, okay. Like you could just say, oh, and this is the maximum price I'm willing to pay for this. No, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you put like if the bid at the moment's 147, you put your max at like, you know, um, $300. And if someone bids like a dollar over that, you'll bid a dollar over that. I, I understand. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. It's uh, it's it's that time where everyone likes to, to go on somewhere and get something instantly, and Amazon's that answer. And I, you know, just like we were saying with with Prime, right? Uh, I go on there and I click Prime. I don't even look at things that aren't Prime. I gotta say, the only thing that probably bothers me about the Amazon here in Canada is selection. That we're missing out, yeah, we're missing out on so much, like that the U.S. Amazon has straight up. I totally even agree. in products, even in products, you know, and you can go over products, to brands, their website, everything. But- I feel like lately I go onto Amazon, and I see like brands that I don't care about. Like I, I see a ton yeah, of agree. stuff that is either by like Vic Singh or whatever the hell it's called. You know, you have a ton of all these products that are like, like just they don't instill confidence that they're good products. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. I think we we definitely need to to up it. You know, maybe integrate maybe a little bit of the American uh, Amazon into the Canadian one. Like I should be able to see without switching countries, anybody that will ship to Canada. Yes. Yeah, you know up. what I mean? I, I think it's or such Amazon. A dumb... Figure that out. I buy Nike yeah. shoes. They come from Europe. I don't pay. Sh- I don't pay duties because I'm buying from from Nike.ca. Like I don't know if they're taking the the hit for it or whatever. But like that's it. I get free shipping on the order. It comes to my house. It's shipped from Europe. Like figure it out. I know you can do it. You have a lot yeah, of money as a company. I, really... I want to buy an American product that's shipped directly to my house. You ship it. You are the company who ships it. It doesn't have to be Canada yeah. Post. It doesn't have to be DHL. Figure it out. I know you can do it. You're building rocket ships on your spare time, so do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to get into Amazon too much, but they are. They are taking over the market, and they are now going to be selling Apple products. Hell yeah! I mean, they've been selling Apple products for a while, but authorized brand new Apple products from Apple, carrying a full guaranteed warranty 
from Apple. Hell yeah. I wonder if you'll be able to also like add on the Apple Care through your Amazon order. I wouldn't be surprised. Seriously, you know what? I don't I wouldn't say otherwise because some yeah. products you buy on Amazon on the right hand side there is like add a four year warranty, blah blah. So yeah, yeah, they'll just do it's it that a, way. it's by Addison or something. I think it's I think that's like the same company that does it for the uh, the One Plus phones. So they'll probably do the same thing for for Apple Care. They'll be like, do you want to add Apple Care? And they'll even probably do it at checkout too. Ask you again, do yeah. you want to get Apple Care for an extra blah blah blah? They'll probably do it. I wouldn't doubt it. With that being said, what is this searching movie? Searching movie, yes. It says here that it's a must watch. It's a must watch, people. It's called Searching, and it has uh, the wow, man. See, do your research before you come on. (laughs) And it has, you know, that actor, (laughs) that person, the actor from uh, White Castle. Which one, Harold or Kumar? I I don't know either of their names. Oh my god, Harold or Kumar? Um, I do not want to be racist right now. The Asian gentleman. Okay, yeah. Is he Kumar? No, that's Harold. Or Harold. <laughs> Harold. <so. laughs> I apologize, people. I apologize. Yeah, I figured Kumar sounds more... Yeah, so I apologize, people. <laughs> Anyways. Just um, His name is John Cho. John Cho is the actor in this movie, and basically he's a father. Okay. And his daughter has gone missing. The whole movie is recorded... Um, oh, the one that's like Skype calls and stuff like yes, that. Yes, the whole movie's recorded like Skype call or through video. Like even when they're showing it's like you a desktop, certain parts, basically. Right. So and it's all texting. You want to you want to hear the funniest part about me watching this movie before I continue? You were texting. No, I downloaded a whole movie where it was all Russian. Everything he was typing was Russian. <laughs> really? I had to read the subtitles. <laughs> oh, straight up. No Everything way. was Russian. Everything was Russian. But he was All speaking the names English. on the Facebook. He's speaking English. And I just figured, not a big deal, right? Like, And then you realize, anybody who's watching this, it has to be in English because you're going to be reading subtitles like crazy because you're, you're basically following the story a lot by what he's typing. Yeah. So you, you need that, right? You need that visual. And I So you're the saying the premise is... The premise is that. Sorry, His, I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, no, no. I uh, go ahead. The you were saying you were telling me about the premise. You didn't get to finish before so, you started into right. The okay, so the premise. Thing. So the premise is it's a father. Okay. Uh, basically, a father. A uh, father. It's a father. <laughs> He's a father. Yeah. <laughs> He's a father. <laughs> He's a father. <laughs> He's a father who's disconnected from his daughter. The relationship is not the strongest since her mother passed away from cancer okay okay so there's a lot of stress on this relationship he's trying to uh you know communicate the best he can and you know it's not it's not working right and then she goes missing like i mean you know they talk on the daily she's in school and uh you know he gives her money for piano classes I don't really want to go too much into the movie because I don't want to ruin it for anybody who wants to watch it. Okay. Let me tell you, though. The main reason I say it's a must-watch is, first of all, the way it's recorded is really cool. Just the way it's filmed. Yeah. The way it's filmed is like the whole, you know, going through the screen. You either love it or you hate it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like watching... It's like um, a screencast, basically. Yeah. Like, like watching Cloverfield, either you love it or you hate it, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is the same concept. Either you love it or you it's hate it. So initially, I thought it was... done this way. No. There's a, there was that horror one There's like another, unfriend yeah, like a unfriend me or uh, unfriend yeah I watched that so the really cool thing about 
watching a movie like this is you feel connected because this is what you do on a daily. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? This is like the, you feel connected for that reason. So the reason I say watch this movie is there are so many twists and turns. And by like the middle of the movie, you think you figured it out and then it goes a totally different way. And then close to the Turns end, like, out, guys, oh, now I figured it out. He have a daughter. <laughs> but he is yeah, that, the daughter. He is the daughter. Yeah, he dresses like the daughter and texts text messages he texts him, himself, himself. Yeah, he texts himself. So um, the really cool thing is until until the bitter end. Yeah, and there's a point where you're like, okay, we know what happened. Like everything is out in the open, and it still takes another twist. Yeah, yeah. I read a book, and recently that's why that did I that say it fucked me up, bro. That's why I say it's a must-watch, people. If you want something that keeps you on your toes, and the whole time you're watching this movie, you're playing a guessing game. If you're watching it with anyone, they're like, this is what happened. No, this is what happened. This is what happened. It's like you trying to Let like me... accuse people kind of thing. Like, do you think she's dead? And you're like, oh, this person it did basic, it. This person it basically did goes. It basically goes like this. She's missing. She's been murdered. Okay. I'm just going to... I'm not telling you exactly the timeline. She has been murdered? It's official? No, I'm not telling you the timeline. No, no, no. I'm just telling you the things you're thinking. Oh, okay. okay. She's been murdered. Okay. Or kidnapped. She's alive, but ran away. Okay. She doesn't like her father. She's been raped by someone close to her. That person murdered her. Okay. No, she's she's this and then like she's dead no she's alive no she's dead and then i'm not going to tell you what actually happens but goddamn the whole movie's like she's she's been kidnapped bro i know the end bro she She comes up from behind on the dad's screen bro and kills him bro all i know i knew it is this and when you're getting close to the end you're getting close to the end i'm not gonna lie to you my wife just turned to me she's like this movie's shit (laughs) and then you're like you think it's done you think it's done and then it does that last twist. She's like, I really like this movie. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's how it makes you feel. It's like, this movie's shit. That's hilarious. Oh, I really like this movie. And there's one point that's such high tension. It's such a high tension moment uh, where he's talking to a family member. And you're like, oh, my fucking God. Are you for real? Oh, my God. He's going to kill him. And then it's like, nope. It, it's not what you were thinking. <laughs> that's hilarious. I got to check this out. Then. Yeah. You got to check it out. And it, and it really hits anybody who is a parent for sure because it's like that disconnect from, from your child. Yeah, it's like modern uh, society, right? Where it's modern society. And, phones, and as a parent, you probably feel like, how do I connect with my child if they're always looking at their phone? Right. And the whole thing is like he thinks he knows her and he's giving her. Uh, so, so let me tell you something. Like you, he He puts her in like the worst uh case scenario in the sense of like his thoughts right it's like he like okay i'll give you this example it's not ruining it uh you know she's taking this money and she used it for this because she's not going to piano classes for the last six months and like you're thinking the worst thing because did she run away with the money did she go buy drugs uh did she do this did she do that and then when you find out what it's actually for you're like oh my fucking god and it's crazy because the characters in the fucking movie you think you know who they are and what they're doing, and the, you don't know shit until the end. I mean, I kind of... All right, guys, in. I figured like it I out. Could... The dad's not the dad. I'm telling <laughs> you right now. I, fi- I figured it out. Like He's uh, in a psycho just... home because he thinks he has a daughter. I'm telling you right now, this is the truth. If you... It's not. If you... <laughs> it's not. If you cue on... If you cue on little things like, um, you know, movies do this a lot. They give you little cues. Like, uh, for an example, uh, if you're watching a movie about... Um, a storm right you're watching a movie about a crazy blizzard that's gonna happen yeah and uh you know it's like a blizzard that killed 20 people in the beginning of that movie to kind of give you a reference to what might happen they'll be like 
today's news, six people uh, survived a blah, blah, blah blizzard. You know what I mean? Then when you come to that part in the movie, you're like, oh, remember they brought up how six people could survive that shit? Ah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's little cues in there that you have to pay attention. And if you pay attention to those cues, you'll be like, I fucking knew it because of that cue there. That little that little hint, right? Word up. That sounds cool. Yeah. I, it's definitely, I think, a watch. I was going into it being like, this is a cheesy movie. Yeah. But it's just to pass the time kind of thing. Did it get it's, good I've never scores? Really I don't remember it. anything. I don't even know. I've never really heard about it. I just kind of like like the concept. I heard so about I it because of John Cho being in it, and um, but I didn't go anywhere like past that. I wasn't sure of like if it got any um, if it got a good rating. It actually got a decent rating. It got a ninety three on Rotten Tomatoes, and it got a seven point eight out of ten. So yeah. yeah, wow, that's really impressive. That's a good rating. Anything anything above a six is a decent rating. So seven point eight is actually a really good rating. Yeah, yeah. So and it got a ninety three on Rotten Tomatoes. That's incredible hey guys i'm not bullshitting look i didn't even well guys he's recommending actually good movies (laughs) i'm actually recommending a good movie it just takes so many twists and turns that i'm gonna tell you right now every time you do this with a movie we're gonna have to check the ratings (laughs) we're gonna tell them we're gonna tell them let's go to your own risk or go ahead watch this movie and the cool thing is it's got like a 7.8 out of 37,550 you know what's uh, you know what's really impressive though is that and i haven't finished the movie i started watching the beginning remember that upgraded movie that you told me about yes so that movie i was surprised but actually has a very high rating on rotten tomatoes and imdb really yeah i thought like oh this is like a b movie and it's gonna you know bomb but and i'll just like it because it's a cool concept but no it actually has some pretty good ratings so that movie I suggested to you, and I also have suggested, and I know you haven't watched it, and I'm telling you to go do it, and don't worry about the ratings. <laughs> I'm telling you to go watch it. You'll love it. It's hopefully still on Netflix. It's called Spider-Man. Hush. Hush. Hush, okay. I've told you to watch this already. You'll enjoy it. Hush, okay. Trust me. Yeah. Okay, Hush, Searching, and I have to finish Upgraded. Yes. Upgraded, uh, where are you? Uh, his wife dies at the beginning and then they give him the stuff and I think he goes to that dude's house and beats him up. It's like the very, very beginning. Oh yeah. You're still in the beginning. And that's already fucking cool. That movie's really good because it does have a nice little twist at the end as well. Yeah. The twist is he is an AI. He's been dead the entire time. I told you. No, but anyways, <laughs> um, I love how you're just making shit. Up. I think, I think, yeah, I think we, uh, we're done here. Yes, we are done here. Know. No, we're done. We are done, we're done. There's nothing yeah. left to talk about. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be it for the show. Uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate everyone and everything. You can find us on all of your regular podcasting apps, including iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play Music, slash Google Play Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Um, our music as always is by Ryan Little, soundcloud.com slash I am Ryan Little. You can find me on Twitter at SparksSLX, uh, and you can find us both on Facebook and that's usually where we post these, uh, facebook.com slash pixel refresh. I've got to check on that because I think I might've broke something, but yeah, that's where you should find us. Peace out. He's still there. What's up? So you're you're probably just waiting for like a really funny moment. We barely have enough time to record this fucking shit. And you're here hoping we have something after.
No, we ain't got shit. Go watch the movie Searching or Hush or Upgraded. But do not fucking stick around here hoping that we have anything else for you. We barely got enough fucking time to record this thing. Get the fuck out of here. He's still there. Seriously? I don't got time for this. Peace.